0: Welcome to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by DraftKings. If you use the code PHNX when signing up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and the team wins, you're going to win $200 in free bets instantly. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Lindsay Smith, and today I am joined by Saul Bookman. Saul, how are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you. We've got Espo on board as well.
2: Ahoy, hoy. I don't,
0: We're sitting in
2: Studio A. I know you guys are remote, but the sun is like beating right down it's
0: like in this a damn window. It, sauna is, in here. it
1: is hot <laughs> in here.
0: And of course, Gerald. Gerald oh just got Lizzie home con- from practice. How are you? Conveniently,
1: ya? just disregards what we have to say.
0: <laughs> I don't really enough know with- what to say about it. Like, She's I like enough with AC's the first working. world
2: problems.
3: <laughs> I mean, I could acknowledge your problem. I'm sitting in this nice air conditioned room with my fan on, so I'm doing great. I'm very sorry for your guys's loss, though.
2: You son of a! <laughs> oh, never mind.
0: Right. Can't relate. My house is air conditioned as well. Hopefully uh, you guys can turn it down a little bit in the office there. So we're not going to go too in depth today into more conversations around contract extensions or lack thereof, but there is a little bit of new news out there. Um, Gerald, you were at practice today for the second day in a row, DeAndre, and declined to speak with the media. First and foremost, just what are your thoughts on that?
3: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, Obviously, I hate that this is the story right now. Um, It would be so much better if we could just focus on how this is a young team coming off a finals run and and what expectations might be for this season. But instead, we're having to talk about DA and him not speaking to us. And and to be clear, this is not – I don't put this on him. Like yesterday, I understood him not wanting to talk to us because it was fresh. It literally – I think Woj's report about him not reaching an extension happened literally like – 15 minutes before they let us into the practice facility to talk to these guys. So I get it. I get that he doesn't want to talk to us and it shouldn't be his responsibility, but like, it is the story we want to hear from him. Fans want to hear his thoughts on what happened. And so it's kind of unfortunate because the longer that he doesn't speak to us, the more it becomes a distraction. And again, I don't think the onus should be on him, but we're not doing our job as journalists if we're not trying to ask these questions. So it's an unfortunate position for everybody involved. I hope that we get to hear from him at shoot around tomorrow. Um, but you know, he's, he's making his point known that he doesn't really feel like talking about what happened. And I get it. Cause he's understandably disappointed.
0: Well, and it's got to be pretty fresh, too. So I I personally don't blame him for not wanting to speak within 48 hours of everything kind of happening. Guys, uh, Saul, Espo, do you guys have any opinion on that?
1: No, I just think, you know, he just needs some time to breathe, honestly. Like, I think any of us would would want that courtesy as well. Uh, You know, it's just we're fortunate that we don't have to answer to the media um, unless we said some outlandish shit on this show, (laughs) um, which we've come close to. (laughs) Uh, so yeah listen he's 22 years old I do think people have a tendency because they're athletes they're in the spotlight all the time and you know he's seven foot and he's huge and he looks like a grown-ass man like we forget that he's only 22 you know he's still relatively a kid uh, trying to learn life and he's got a son and you know he's got you know a relationship on you know outside of basketball and there's other things to be concerned about, not just, you know, I didn't get my money, but it's also, you know, how it affects his future and and it causes you to rethink, you know, it causes you to kind of recalibrate where you are in life. And, and if this is really the place you want to be um, and whether that's what he's thinking about or not, I just, those are some of the things that go into it. And so you need a little, a little room to kind of decompress and kind of recalibrate all that stuff, put it together to let it make sense. And then, really refocus for the upcoming season, which starts tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it at all. It's the mature thing to do, which we've talked about DeAndre Ayton maturity since he arrived in the Valley, and this is the smart way to go about it because when emotions are raw, that's when you tend to say something that you regret. We've all been there. You're all you're put in a situation where something just happened and you have to speak immediately to a loved one or or something. And you say something you normally wouldn't and you wish you could take it back. Not talking to the media is the right play. And quite frankly, and I know this is tough for us to say it because our business is built on them talking to us, but DeAndre Ayton owes us nothing in terms of of speaking about this. If he never speaks about it, that's his prerogative. He doesn't owe it to us or to the fans to talk about it. And so I mean but, he
3: is obligated to speak to the media that's but not, literally part of his job.
2: But he's not obligated to answer anything you ask. He could say no yeah comment. but I don't but, but, but talk about
3: it. But you still have to show up to that. And, like and, you don't you don't leave a room full of reporters who know that they're waiting for you waiting for 45 minutes and then tell the PR person okay I'm not going to speak. Just tell us up front and then let us go home like if that's that, the case.
2: That's fair. You don't you don't Act as if you're going to speak and then decide not to. I agree there. But if eventually he decides to get in front of the media, if it's tomorrow at shoot around and he says no comment, that's that's his prerogative. I just I prefer him not saying something dumb and emotional that, that makes this situation worse. Uh, then I prefer him not talking
1: than doing that. I would I mean, agree with that. I mean, what's – I mean <laughs> – I have this scenario in my head that tomorrow he drops like 30 on Jokic (laughs) and then he's the, you know, he's the player of the game and you know who they want to talk to afterwards. It's going to be DA and he's not going to turn that down. He's not going to turn down, uh, you know, is it ESPN that's doing the broadcast or TNT? Yeah, ESPN. ESPN. Like, he's not going to turn that down. That's going to be a bad look on him. Like, because ESPN would straight up say, we tried to talk to DA, but he didn't want to talk to us. Like, he's going to talk and they're going to ask him. So you might as well go ahead and just, get it over with and deal with it as, as it is right now.
0: Agreed. But I also think I, I would, um, with you, Espo, I would prefer him to just either no comment or take the high road and just kind of say, you know, I'm disappointed, but it is what it is. We're going to play basketball. We'll figure it out later instead of say something that is coming from an emotional state of mind.
2: Lindy, have you ever, when you were doing sideline, did you run into a situation where you had to talk to a, a guy post game where, there was an awkward situation that you had to ask about or you couldn't, that kind of a situation that that an ESPN reporter might find themselves in tomorrow night?
0: I mean, you mean in the last handful of years when the Suns were so bad and then fired their coach like a couple games into the season and a whole bunch of shenanigans like that? Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's a really uncomfortable situation because a lot of reporters don't necessarily want To ask those questions, it just is implied that you have to, whether that comes from the organization you work for or the feeling that because we have access to specific people, we have to provide some sort of statement or comment from them to the masses. So I get both sides because, Gerald, you are absolutely correct. Players are obligated to speak to the media, it is a part of their job, it is a part of the contracts. Um, and And the rules that the leagues have put into place. But there's tactful ways to go about things, and I think that's something that um, is underappreciated within the journalism world is finding a way to ask the hard questions kindly. And Mm -hmm. I think players can tell when you're trying to not be mean or just blunt about a situation, and they appreciate that.
1: But conversely, there's definitely plenty of players out there that are like, Dude, just cut the shit. Ask the question that you want to ask and get get it over with. Instead of like, uh, you know, kind of dancing around like, or or trying to finagle like the perfect wording so you don't set them off. Like, I think if it's a sensitive question, you're gonna set them off anyway. If they're if they're really truly that sensitive about it, so sometimes you just gotta come straight out and ask it. And yeah, I mean,
0: it's a tough, it's a tough, uh, it's tough line to
3: walk. Tough. Yeah, I, I think it it's... plenty of times, I've tried. I, <laughs> look, I, I, the media is like any other. Job. Like there are some people that are good at it, and there's some people that are bad at it. And unfortunately, the people that are bad at it are the ones that go viral with those clips of players or coaches dunking on guys. (laughs) And look, like it's not like there's a ton of us showing up to these sons' practices anyway. Like, usually it's me, Dwayne Rankin, and Kellen Olson. So, like, we're developing relationships with these guys to where we would hope that they could trust us to ask questions in a respectful manner. Um, we're not, you know, looking for some juicy soundbite. We're just trying to like get his thoughts. That's all it is. Um, so I'm not trying to turn this into a big thing because he didn't talk to us for two days. It's not some huge groundbreaking deal. Like Espo said, if he's taking time to collect his thoughts, that's a good thing. Um, it's, it's just one of those things where we have to do our jobs, where we have to ask for him. He's doing what's best for him and turning us down. And unfortunately, until he talks to us, it's going to continue to be a story and the longer it goes, the more it becomes a distraction. That's my chief concern. I hope that it doesn't get to that point. We'll probably hear from him tomorrow, and then we can nip this in the bud. But until then, that's what everyone wants to talk about. I don't about. think
1: we're ever gonna nip this in the bud, to be honest with you. I think this is gonna be something that's just gonna linger on all season. We're already starting to hear about the cat <laughs> shit, you know. Like you know, can we get a trade? Can we do this? You know, like it's just all it's not gonna stop. You know, there's gonna be rumors and speculations, and as as we get close to the trade deadline it's it's going to get even worse and worse and worse until something happens
2: that's going to be awful as we get closer to the trade deadline it's going to be non it never ending gerald have you ever had anybody uh have to say next question after you've asked something in a press conference
3: no fortunately i haven't (laughs) i'm pretty i'm that way to toot my own horn i'm decent enough at asking questions where I haven't been dunked on to that degree. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was
1: last sound. words. <laughs> <laughs> Money dunked on me my first the first time I ever talked to him, I was like, "Oh, cool. Thanks, Money."
0: <laughs> it Money to dunk." It was because them,
1: like, my mic was like in his nose. He was like, <laughs> "Bro, can you uh, can you give me a little space? I was like, my bad.
0: <laughs> if I if time. I was a betting woman, which I am now, thanks to DraftKings, I would say DeAndre is probably not wanting to talk yesterday and today because he knows he's going to have to address it tomorrow at the game with even more media present. So he's like, let's just do it all at, at the same time, get it out of the way, and be done with it. That's what my guess is. We'll see tomorrow if that's what happens. Well, it, but- there's
1: also the perspective that it's national media – so he's only going to have to talk about something in in a in, bro- in a broader sense as opposed to the the local media who's there every single day and sees these little nuances of of his you know his personality and stuff like that that might ask a more intensive question because they know what they see every single day with him
0: possibly so that's our da conversation as of right now the only other thing that we're going to bring up around this topic is the athletic article that came out earlier today that was sharing some insights as to why the Suns front office was not inclined to give DeAndre in the max. And to me, it sounded like they wanted to keep their options open for another potential max player in the future. Um, Espo, you got any thoughts there?
2: I don't know. I've been around a lot of these negotiations and these kind of things. And a lot of it just sounds like spin from both sides at this point. It's well, you know, the, the, the crux of the athletic article with James Jones felt like, well, we never really negotiated because DA and his people wanted a five-year max. We were willing to do a three or four and discussions never got off the ground. And to me, that's a safe face. Yeah. We were willing to go three or four, but if you knew, that DA was never going to back off that. Then you knew that was a non-starter to begin with. So what what was this all about? What what was the hope here? How how was any of this going to play out? So it, it feels like saving face uh, from both sides. You'll you'll probably hear DA with a very canned response at some point that his people came up with that you know is you know look, I know what I'm worth. We're moving on and I'll get it next off season kind of thing. But if your belief is four year max is the most you're going to do. And that I doubt it changes before next year. So like Saul said, we're just in a collision course with trade rumor after trade rumor uh, until, uh, until February. And then it's all right, here's the distraction of what's this contract going to be like come June. So it, it, we're not in a much different place. We don't know that much more than we knew yesterday because it sounds like based on this, well, we didn't even really negotiate. Neither of us were willing to back off what we wanted. So we never, we never did much of anything.
3: Yeah. The, the two big things that stood out were that they were only offering a three or a four year max instead of a five, which I don't get at all because if it's not the amount, but the number of years, like the NBA salary cap is going to go up with the new TV deal. Mm-hmm. So by the time you're in that third, that fourth, that fifth year, like this contract is going to look better. It's going to account for less of the cap. So I don't understand that. And then the other thing was obviously like the whole thing about wanting to save, because you can only have two designated rookie extensions on a roster at once. They already have one in Devin Booker. So if they gave that to Ayton, then they would have two, But the Suns, what kind of trade are they going to trade for like another designated max guy that doesn't involve DeAndre Ayton? Like, I don't get that. Like, I don't think you're going to package. Maybe you do Mikhail and Cam Johnson for something, but I don't see it. And if you are going to take that route, the PR kind of spin route there, you better have somebody in mind that you had like not only an eye on, but knew for a fact you could trade for them and that they would want to stay in Phoenix for the long haul. So I don't. That that seems very much like a PR spin move, like, oh, we were, you know, we wanted to keep it open in case another max guy became available. I, I don't really buy that.
1: <laughs> no, that's complete and utter bullshit. I mean <laughs> it, all it all is. I mean, honestly, that's exactly what it is. It's just they're just spinning something because they're losing face right now. Like, and I like James Jones and I like what he's done so far. But hey, listen, if you didn't want to sign him, just say we didn't think it was the, the right time to sign him to a five year max you might as well have said that because that's what this sounds like too. So it's just, you know, you can spin hey, you can, you can shine a turd. It still smells. So, um, you know, that's just what it is. But
2: Unless they think Cam Johnson's going to be that Uh, other rookie max. Like I don't, none of this makes sense to me. It just sounds like lip service. So
0: I would say this goes back to like the whole media thing. This is one of those parts about the game and the sport that I don't love In terms of like, it's all PR fluff, BS. There, like, even with DeAndre's people and the article that came out with Woj and the conversations with Dwayne Rankin and all that, and then now this Athletic article. It's like, why can't things just be what they're supposed to be? Like, Saul, to your point, like, if you're going to ask the question, just ask the question. If you're going to speak to the media about something that's going on internally, just say exactly what's going on. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy this pr stuff because i feel like at this point in time it's 2021 we all recognize what it is and so it's not like you're pulling one over on somebody's head you know what i mean like you you can't get away with it anymore like you could maybe 15 years ago
2: let me let me pull back the curtain if you guys don't mind a little story time but i was when i was with the team what the year that they dealt uh morris i want to say 2015. I don't remember the exact date, but the year they dealt Markeef Morris we get a we get a call about five minutes before the deadline. He's not getting dealt. So we need to work a narrative that is we think Markeef is all about rehabilitating re- rehabilitating his image here. We think this is the right move for right now. I think it we ha- it helps us now and, and moving in the future. Uh, and and he's part of the Phoenix Suns family, right? So, you know, basically PR spin in high gear. And then five minutes later, we get a text. We were wrong. We're dealing and forget all that stuff. <laughs> like that shows you how this kind of stuff works is like hmm. there's a narrative you try to portray regardless of what the uh, <laughs> what it is. There's always a safe, safe face thing, a break glass in case of emergency side of things and that's that's what this feels like
0: and i can kind of understand that because it is a competition so you don't want to show your hand to the other teams around the league but again i i just don't i don't enjoy it anyway before we move on do any of you have any final comments that you would like to make around this situation
1: yes uh i think right now da is a plus four thousand for most improved player of the year and i'm taking those odds As well you I
2: think you should look for me it's just let's get to basketball we've got a little over when we're recording this 20 I think it's like 28 hours until Suns basketball starts let's just get to that so we can move past this as much
3: as we possibly can which is why I would have liked him to talk to us today but that's neither here nor there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you like the odds that Saul just threw out about DeAndre Drayton and you want to get in on some of the action, you can do so by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and using the code PHNX when you sign up. Because if you use that code after you place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game, if they do, you're going to win $200 in free bets instantly. It is that simple. And that $200 free bet, you can put... On some futures bets for the Phoenix Suns, you can do game day matchups, in uh, same game parlays, all the things. It's all on the table, and it's free money for you to potentially win even more money from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So if you're interested in that, again, that's the code PHNX. When you sign up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you're getting $200 in free bets instantly. Now, just a reminder, it is 21 and older, Arizona only. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details. I think I might make that bet too, Saul. I have a few more free bets in my, uh, in my bag that I can pull out, and I, I think that's a good futures bet to put on.
1: Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong. 4, no, plus th- uh, four thousand. That's that's pretty good money right there.
0: Absolutely yeah. not. I'm excited about it.
2: Speaking All of ba- right. speaking of bags, did you guys see Devin Booker's tweet yesterday about a uh, pumpkin? Don't count if you used a stencil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I I retweeted
2: it. <laughs> I, I think I think that's true. And you, really, if you don't want to use a stencil on your pumpkins, I highly recommend using the lawnmower. 4.0 as Gerald falls falls over. That's the way you should handle your pumpkins. Uh, get that grooming all well and good so you don't look like a werewolf this Halloween. Uh, treat yourself to something nice. Use the code PHNX. Head over to manscaped.com. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping. Don't stencil your pumpkins, manscape them with the lawnmower 4.0. You, you didn't I- want to say Halloweeny?
0: I walked right into that one, too, and yeah, I'm you, so disappointed deep. in myself. You walked
2: right into that. <laughs> That's the best reaction we've gotten out of Gerald yet, though. He I had to mute. Of, <laughs> he almost fell off his bed. I had so. to mute
3: myself. I was dying. <laughs> God <bless. laughs>
0: Thank you for that, Aspo. Appreciate you, as always. All You're right, welcome. you guys ready to get into some fun season over-unders for this yes. upcoming year? Yes. yes.
1: Anything but but DA talk now. Yes. <laughs> All right,
0: well, I only have one about DA, but it's not about his contract extension, so don't worry. All right, over over how
1: many times we're going to talk about DA contract extension. (laughs) Oh,
0: shit, over in there. (laughs) Question number one Will we get 2.5 new Monteisms this season?
3: I feel like we've already gotten two, so I'm going to go over.
0: Wait, we've gotten two. I only thought, I only remember one.
3: Let's see, we've got axe to the root and we've got um what was the other new one that he had? The one he, sa- oh, he said to Sandy. Uh, there was short breaks are earned.
0: And oh then, oh and yeah. Do and common the one. things extremely well or something like yeah,
3: that. Yeah, do common things uncommonly well. So if we're so we're already well, you, at three before the lost. season starts. Right.
0: <laughs> well, shoot. I did this, I failed miserably we, off the top with this let's, one. Let's we could let's, start
3: fresh though. We could say from here.
0: Yeah, from 2. here two point five
3: i'm still yeah. going over yes,
1: yes. <laughs> yes. way <laughs> over he just went over in only two weeks of course he's going over in the next 26
0: <laughs> how many is that now i think we're up to like 12
1: so 12 we've got a 15, list yeah. somewhere we're actually are putting together a wheel of Monteisms. if you didn't oh. know we have a spinning wheel literally outside so come
2: yes. come for the post game shows starting yeah. uh tomorrow, uh, tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah should be fun okay The next question, Cam Johnson has 3.5 posters this season, over or under?
3: I think he had had like two or
1: three last year. I'm going to go over. It was 3.5, you said?
0: Yes,
1: 3.5. He's good for like one or two a year. I I think that's about it.
2: I think we're getting three. I think we're right at the at the under this year, it's posters are tough because it's not all about just you. It's, it's getting that guy at the exact right moment. I'm, I'm going to say under getting that body. Yep.
0: I'm going to go over because I really want it to be over because I love me some Cam Johnson posters. So, and plus it's year three and I feel like he might take a stride and let that out a little bit more feeling a little confident in himself. So I'm going to take the over. So Gerald and yeah. I, we both have the over. Saul Espo, you guys have the under.
2: Okay. I, I got one uh, over under 2.5 quotes that Lindsay says that taking out of context, she'd been embarrassed about. Like, I love me some Cam Johnson posters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Over for sure.
3: Gotta go over,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> way over, a million percent.
0: I mean, I walked into the manscape read just like five seconds yeah. ago, so it's totally <laughs> the over.
1: <laughs> like, like somebody walking into a room that somebody just farted in with your mouth open. You oh, walk geez. right into that. Oh, <laughs> you walk That's right disgusting. into that. It's so disgusting.
0: <laughs> All uh. right, next one. Chris Paul misses slash rests. 20.5 games
1: this year under
2: yeah under that's a fourth of the season i uh, you know what? i'm gonna go over because i think it's the injury side i don't think it's the rest side he's it's only the- missed oh, 10
1: games in the last two seasons i'm gonna say under yeah i, I think yeah last
3: two regular seasons he's missed two games a piece and then he's missed some in the playoffs i gotta go under on this
1: one. regular season wise chris paul's been okay yeah. it's the playoffs that always seem to get him yeah right. it's right. just a lot of mileage
0: That's why I want him to rest during the regular season more so that he is more equipped for the playoffs.
1: I mean, the the Houston Rockets one, that wasn't really a fluky injury. You pull your hamstring, that could be wear and tear. Mm -hmm. But the one last year against the Lakers, that was fluky. Like, just bumping into somebody and all of a sudden, like, your arm just doesn't work like okay yeah. but
0: that's what happens when you get a little bit older you wake up from a quote-unquote good night rest and all of a sudden your neck is tweaked just because you're old Not do
3: you
1: guys lindsay do you have something you want to
3: talk about lindsay <laughs> yeah do you have
1: a pinched neck, or lindsay's neck hurt lindsay's <laughs> neck hurt she's like yeah i got that sciatica because i slept with my leg over in the wrong position
2: i although i feel i feel what lindsay's saying when i stand up from the set
1: after my leg. you always caught, make
0: a noise you're like oh no, man no
1: he can't walk i'm I he l- l- Back to the office. He looks like the he looks like the guy that played Kaiser Sose in The Usual Suspects with that <laughs> oh, one no. leg just kind of limp, and he's just like, uh you know, oh, man. <laughs> looks like a, a uh, an actor in the thriller video.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Listen, I get it. He's a professional athlete. He's in much better shape than anybody else who is around the same age as he is. But still, he's getting a little bit older. I hope it is not due to. It. Injury, but I would rather it be for rest. So I'm just gonna take the over, just for, like I said, every time we talk about this, manifestation, putting down the world, so that he is good to go for the playoffs. Did everybody answer?
3: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I went under. Okay.
0: All right, next one. DeAndre Ayton will hit 10.5 threes this season, and just for some contact context, he's seven of 37 in his career.
1: Uh, over. Mm-hmm. My man is chucking it. From half court like he does before the game starts. (laughs) Underhanded. (laughs) Granny style. (laughs) Backwards.
2: Backwards. (laughs) He's going to take 10.5 between Wednesday and Friday night's game. He's going to take 11 three-pointers just in those two games. Uh, Wait, take uh, or make?
0: Make.
2: Take. take. Uh, He's not going to make it, but he'll take that many.
0: Lindsay's saying
1: make. Make. Well,
0: For for the question, the (laughs) over-under question, it's make.
1: Uh, I'm going to say he's going to make them. I'm going to say he's going to hit over 10.5. Oh. That's actually a really good one. Mm-hmm. This is tough. Because you don't know. You just don't know. I'm, I'm going to go g- with oh, – Go Gerald.
3: Yeah, I was going to go over as well. I think he's he's talked about wanting to shoot threes for so long. I think this, coupled with the whole contract thing, I think this is the year he lets it fly a little bit more.
2: My only thing is I don't know that Monty lets him. Like at some point, if Monty doesn't <sighs> want him shooting those, does he even get to – the point where he can make him i'm gonna lean with you guys though i think it's i think it's gonna be over because he wants that as part of his.
1: Game, i also so. think that monty understands like don't you got oh man i said we weren't gonna talk about d.a like this, <laughs> but, but don't you think that there's a little don't you think there's a little bit of guilt maybe that monty might have about the fact that they forced him to not be as a, as much a focal point on the offensive side of the ball and that ultimately could have hurt him in these whole negotiations, maybe just a smidge. Just I don't think smidge, so. Gerald. I don't, just a I, don't smidge.
3: I don't. think so. And here's why, because oh, the way that he was so effective in the playoffs was because he bought into that role, that two way role, because he did all of the things that they assigned him. That's the son's mistake for not rewarding him for that. But I think we wouldn't even be talking about a max contract if he hadn't done those things. So I think from Monty's perspective, he said he was disappointed yesterday because his goal is to get all of his guys paid. So he said he was disappointed for DA, but I honestly think he put him in the best possible position to get that max because based on the regular season, you know, if we had been talking about a max at that point, it would have sounded crazy.
2: I think you have the right thought, the wrong guy. I think Chris Paul is the one that feels guilty because he had that quote. We're going to go out there and get my guy DA the bag Mm -hmm. this summer. (laughs) I, I, I would not shock me. We've talked a lot about that this could be a, a divisive thing in the locker room. It could also be a galvanizing thing like screw screw this guy unwilling to pay you. You're one of ours. We're going to show him why he's so wrong. We're I don't, help you do I, I don't it.
1: think so because you have James Jones that's surrounding that team all the time. And James Jones, I don't think Chris Paul would feel that way towards James Jones. I just unless, don't.
2: Unless James doesn't really buy into the route that they had to go. Oh, maybe now sure. I, I don't know.
3: Just just put up a straw man. Call it call it the owner and go with that. <laughs> Whatever. Just
1: <laughs> please come together. New. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should have a cutout of, of Sarver in <laughs> like a leopard, a leopard leotard, and they gotta take a piece off every game, and then it reveals him in a speedo with that with Da's chain on. No, <laughs> it, it, it actually it needs on. to be reversed. <laughs> they got to be motivated to put pieces back on it. You're That's
0: like, better. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we need to get up. We need to win these games in a hurry, man, because I can't look at that anymore. I gotta cover that up.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm also gonna take the over because I think it would be fun to see. Um, okay collectively, as a team, never too high, never too low, is said 50 and a half times this season. Oof. I feel like I should have put that higher, to be honest. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely over. So Ooh.
0: let's call it 75. How about that? 75 and a half.
1: You're just changing the over-unders. Not I right. did.
0: I changed it. You don't I,
1: work for Vegas.
0: <laughs> I am Vegas in this scenario. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I'm collectively, go under.
0: okay, got it. Under?
3: I'm going under.
0: Collectively, as a team, never too high, never too low is said 75 and a half times this season.
1: If it's 75, I'll go under.
0: Well, yeah. shoot. What? Should I have not changed it?
1: Honestly, yeah, I might I don't have know, gone. Vegas, you are
3: the one that makes the odds. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I might have gone under at 50, too, honestly. I might you know have. What? Monty himself could say it fifty times.
0: That's what three. I'm saying. What? After every single post game, one player says it every mm-hmm. single game. I feel like
1: we don't we don't get too high or too low in these situations. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Monty, I don't know did. if you
1: guys heard my Monty impression the other day on our breakdown. So you should definitely <laughs> take a look.
0: <laughs> like, which one's uh, it on?
1: Booker, I think was Booker's the Booker.
0: player preview.
3: I, I can't back. even remember. We knocked those out back to back to back to back. <laughs> yeah. I
1: think it was Booker. It could have been Booker.
2: Uh, I'll go I'll go over just so there's some variety here.
0: Thank you, Espo. I'm going to go yeah. over as well because on I feel like you hear it every single day. <laughs> and if they continue to have really high success like they did last season, that's going to be the ism of the season again is just like never too high, never too low. Uh,
2: I, hope I can't it's tell that you direction. how many times I hear this. I hope it's that direction because if they're having enough bad uh, moments where it hits 50, I'm not going to be too excited about that.
0: True. All right, next one. Number of times EJ rips analytics on air. Espo made the odds for this one, 745
1: and a half. <laughs> Hit the over hard here. <laughs> what's, what's the per game ratio of that off the top of your head, Lindsay? I'm. Um, you
0: went to U of A. You, you, you uh, talked point, about the mathematics nine, over there. You nine do it.
1: 9.25.
3: Well, what was it? 740 what?
0: 745 and a half. And you by said 82. it's 925.
3: 9.1.
0: 9. Oh, off the top of my head, son. <laughs>
1: what? Impressive. Well, it's
3: impressive.
0: And I think
2: that's about right. Have we listened to EJ? I love EJ. I love his rants on analytics. I'm going to say I'm gonna hit the over hard on this one. Uh, Nine I'm times
1: going. a game yes. against the analytics? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to go under. Anytime
2: yeah. they start chucking three. I mean, the Warriors game alone, he might do it 700 times.
3: Like... Okay, are we are we combining three point shots with analytics? Because if it's if he just like because he starts complaining about when guys it's take a three point shot, it's
1: yeah, the worst playing basketball.
2: That, that's that's the yeah. analytics that that's an, EJ's analytics uh, there. So yeah, yeah, I'm counting it.
3: So that's his interpretation of analytics. Yes, because it's not actual analytics. It's, it's just analytics. Just a three point it's point <laughs> shot. a three
2: point shot. That's all we know about <laughs>
3: analytics here. Is okay, three uh, uh, shot. if it if it includes three point shot, I'm going over for sure. Thank you.
0: Oh no. I'm I'll take the under.
2: Lindsay just wants to stay in good with EJ. I
0: love EJ. love the
1: EJ Road right now. I'm gonna get I'm Lindsay to bust out of your shell. I swear I am.
0: Well, we're you don't like you, me.
1: We're gonna we're gonna make, get you to make some controversial hot takes. I promise <laughs> you that by the year's end
0: oh man i just don't think I my mental can handle like any gotta, mean dms or mentions. i just
1: gotta find that trigger point for you and then it's over <laughs> so i was looking to light that that's fuse it, that's <laughs> it
0: you just want to watch my world burn don't you i just want
1: to see you rage that's it one um, time let that shit burn down like carrie yeah. i swear <laughs>
0: Are you, if you come dressed as Carrie for the Halloween show, uh, which I believe is this Saturday, is yeah, that right? Yeah, I think
1: we're
2: gonna do it oh, Saturday. Shit, really? The Saturday post game, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. If it's you come dressed the, as Carrie, jail. I'll let something burn. I, mean, I
1: don't know if I can pull off a little white girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, another great
1: out of context quote.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: don't get fired, Saul.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
3: I can't fire myself,
0: I don't think.
1: Oh, my God.
0: We went over the over-under for me walking right into things or yeah. out-of-contact things in this show alone. So,
1: Oh, my God. Lord, have mercy. I did not mean that to come out that way. So. Oh, well. I'm moving right along.
0: Okay. <laughs> Last one I have for you guys, and this one came from Gerald. Um, Devin Booker made threes for the season. Wait. Yeah. 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 Devin Booker. Sorry. Devin Booker made three for the made threes for the season. 147.5.
1: He's been 147 twice in his career. Correct. Right. That was
0: the context. He's done that twice so far. So Devin Booker made threes. 147.5 over under.
2: I'm gonna go under. I think he I think he's bought into the mid-range even more with CP three and the whole mindset of they're the monster to the mid-range. I'm gonna I'm gonna go under.
1: I'm gonna say under because I feel I hope that DA plays more of a role and that's gonna take some some buckets away from, from Booker. Um so I think they're all gonna win, but I think it's gonna be under.
3: I think I'm gonna take the over and not because Booker's taking more shots or maybe even as many shots but because the guy's a career 35% three point shooter he's only shot above 38% once in his 6 years i feel like it's he's due for that breakout three point season even if he shoots like 37 or 38% again i feel like he breaks that mark in a full 82 game season um and i wrote about this for my devin booker player preview at gophnx this morning but Monty was talking about how he's, like, worked on making his release a little bit quicker, um, which is big for three-point shooters. So I think that might help him out
1: a little bit. I, I'm still waiting for the – like, I, again, I said this a million times. Devin Booker's had some really, really good games in the son's uniform. Uh, 70 was about as close to a viral moment as he's gotten so far. I'm waiting for that next moment where, you know, he just absolutely goes ham. And nobody in the world could stop him. We see it from the greats all the time, you know. Like Steph Curry has probably as many, you know, hot flashes as anybody, or Klay Thompson, where they just shooting wise, they just cannot miss, and it's just a three point barrage over and over and over and over again. Devin Booker's come so close to to doing that, but he's just never had that moment, and I I think we're gonna see that at least one time this season. You're you're talking regular season only, right? uh, I'm talking regular season and playoffs, where it's just like. It, I, he had he had he had a good run in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong; like he had very very good games. But I'm talking about like heat check type shit where you just chuck it up from like half court and it goes in and nobody can stop you. Like I mean, he had like, that
3: 40 point game against to close out the Lakers. Like eight threes, I thought.
1: Yeah, I, I, to me I, it was it was so sporadic. It wasn't <laughs> or not sporadic. It was so spaced out that it wasn't like it He had like three in a row, I think, at one point, or maybe four in a row. That was okay. It wasn't bad, but. I'm talking about like like a heat like check we, heat check. Like like Clay yeah. Thompson 37 points in the third quarter heat check type okay. stuff. Cuz okay. cuz Booker is capable of that. Mm. I think he's going to have those games
2: and with Book I think he's going to take the scoring the the per game scoring record for a season for the Suns. I believe it's 27.2 by Tom Chambers currently is the record. I think we're looking at book going 27 and a half a game this year. I just, I feel like he's, he's primed for that season. The, the stage that he, and the step that he took in the playoffs is going to carry over into this regular season. He's going to be undisputed all-star. This is the year it all 100% comes together.
0: And because of that, I'm going to take the over uh, for this question. I also, because last year he finally bested himself for made threes in a game, he got to eight. So, I'm gonna take the over on this one. I think threes are something that Devin loves. So, even though he's like, like you said, mid range machine or whatever monster, um, I'm still gonna take the over.
2: <laughs> Lindsay's not feeling the monsters of the midway nickname. All right,
0: <laughs> I don't hate it. I just, I didn't, it didn't stick the first like time. It. So, I need you to say it three more times and then it'll That's stick the with worst me. I got thing you. That's the you could
1: ever hear from, from somebody is. <laughs> I don't hate it. Like, oh, that means you absolutely do hate it. Okay, cool.
0: No, I genuinely mean it when I say I don't babe, hate
1: it. How do these pants look? Oh, I don't hate them. <laughs> oh, better go change.
2: So what, when I asked my wife to marry me and she goes, I don't hate the idea. I probably should have taken that as a sign. No, yeah,
0: no. Yeah. Here's a string
1: for you. I don't hate it. <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> No, you guys are tripping. All right. Well, we've got some really cool stuff. Thanks for playing with me today, you guys. Gerald, you've got some really great stuff up on gophnx.com, as you mentioned a little bit ago. We've got some really cool stuff for members of GoPHNX coming up for our post game shows. So if you want to get involved with that, you can become a member today and be sure to get involved with the Discord because that's where some of the fun things are going to be happening during the season. So, if you're not a member already, be sure to go sign up at gophnx.com. And one more time, a reminder if you have not already downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, make sure you do that. And when you sign up, use the code PHNX because if you place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and they do, you're going to win $200 in free bets instantly. Winner winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. Um you can follow us as a show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. Gerald, thanks for playing today.
3: Yes, absolutely.
0: You can follow Saul Bookman on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. Espo, what's the underscore for?
2: Oh, it's there to fit the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song in there. If you get what I'm talking about, you follow <laughs> us on Twitter. <laughs>
0: That was solid. I I really enjoyed that this morning. And of course, you can follow the man, the myth, the legend himself, Espo, on Twitter at Espo.
2: That was very kind. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> weren't expecting wise. that one, were you? <laughs> no, all
2: lies, but very kind. Thank you.
0: And you can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. So thanks for tuning in, Espo, our send off.
2: Ahoy, oh, ahoy.